Welcome to Praying the Psalms. This is a daily podcast from Doxa Church in Madison, Wisconsin. And as the church finds itself isolated from one another physically, we are reading, studying, and praying the Psalms as a way to join ourselves together spiritually. We want to slow down, get a bigger picture of God and a clearer picture of ourselves. And most of all, we want to join ourselves together around the throne of the one who has joined himself to us. And so if you haven't already, pull out a Bible, spend some time today in Psalm 96. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Have you ever stopped to wonder why we sing so much as people, as Christians, why we sing at all? I could have just opened the podcast today by saying, God's grace saved me, and that's awesome. And it would have been much shorter. It would have been much more efficient, and it would have taken up less time on the podcast. But it wouldn't have been as powerful or as beautiful. It also wouldn't have done justice to the greatness of God's grace. A song about the awesome nature of God's grace actually describes it better than merely just getting the facts right with words. As people, it's not enough for us to just make sounds with our mouths and string together words so that we can communicate and get through life as efficiently and as clearly as possible. You know, that's the type of thing I want from my microwave. Tell me what button to press, give me the right beep so I know it's working, and then cook my bratwurst in 60 seconds and then tell me when it's done. But in life, we want more than sounds and words that are efficient. We want them to be sweet and beautiful. We don't just want facts, we want songs. This is one of the things that makes us humans, not animals or machines. It's our capacity for perceiving and enjoying beauty, our ability to create music and song. In Psalm 96, it's a call to worship God through singing. And in it, we get several reasons for for why we sing. It begins like this, verse 1. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. So here's what I want to do today. I'm going to read through the rest of the psalm for us and just point out some reasons that it gives us to sing, pausing along the way to give us space to pray. Okay, so here is the first reason. We sing because singing roots us in the story of the gospel, verses 2 and 3. Sing to the Lord, bless his name, tell of his salvation from day to day, declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. He says, tell of his salvation from day to day, the story of the gospel. So I'm going to give you some silence now, actually, but I want you to take a minute to fill that silence with a line or two from a song of your own choice that helps you remember that it is the story of the gospel that you've been invited to and the story of the gospel that you live in today. Okay, so here's your silence.
All right, sorry for cutting you off, but you can pause this if you want to keep singing. Uh, next, singing acknowledges that God is real and personal. Okay, it's another reason why we sing. It acknowledges that God is real and personal. Listen to verses 4 through 6. It says, For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared. We are to be aware of him above all the gods. For all gods of the peoples are actually just worthless idols. But the Lord, he made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. So now, take a minute to pray to God like he is personal. Pray to him like he is full of splendor and majesty and strength and beauty. And I know that that might sound basic, but I think we can so often treat him like a concept or a machine, like one of these worthless idols that the song Psalm talks about. So take a minute to pray. Maybe you just say, God, I know that you're real, and I know that you're present with me right now. Okay, the next reason that we sing is that singing glorifies God. Verses 7 through 9, Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory that is due his name, the glory that he deserves. Bring an offering, come into his courts, worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him. Have like a physical bodily reaction to his glory all the earth. Take a minute now and give God the glory that is due to his name. Depending on where you're at right now, you can pray this silently, but if you want to really just keep into spirit with the Psalms, it would actually be better for you to shout and sing if you can. So let me give you some space now to just give God the glory that is due his name. Next, singing unites the nations. Verse 10, say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Okay, pause for a moment. And I just want you to to visualize and see like a Sunday morning right now through God's eyes. Just picture that. We're here in Madison, but people are worshiping God all across the world in every culture in tons of different languages. All the nations of the earth are singing and praising his name. Just pause and picture that for a minute. Because verse 10, it says, the Lord reigns now, right? He reigns, and we declare that every Sunday morning in all of our diversity of culture and language across the world, but there's actually coming a day, and I want you to imagine that day now, where we will be in heaven, worshiping God with people from every tribe and tongue and nation. And, and the key thing that we'll be doing there is we'll be, we'll be singing. So I just want you to picture that. 
just prayerfully imagine and meditate that future that we're headed towards. Singing unites the nations. Okay, and here is the last reason for why we sing, found in verses 11 through 13. Singing brings us joy and gladness. So it gives God glory, but it also brings us joy. It says, let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Before the Lord, for he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and all the peoples in his faithfulness. So God, he created the world out of his overflowing love and his desire for creation to share in his joy. And that means that the pain and the suffering that we see is not the ultimate purpose of the universe. No, he wants us to be glad. And he wants our gladness to overflow into all creation. It even says that he wants the fields to exult and everything in it. He wants the trees and the forest to sing for joy because we sing for joy. So when we sing, every Sunday, when you sing in your car, whenever it is that you sing, we do it with rejoicing. And when we sing to to God, we're tuning our hearts towards his purposes. We're aligning our affections with his deepest desires for us. And I'm going to end today's episode now and actually just give you some space to hum, to sing, to shout out a joyful song to the Lord all on your own. And as you do it, I just want you to pay attention to the way that that joy seems to naturally rise in our hearts when we say words that are not just true and efficient and accurate, but when we sing them. When we say these beautiful words in a beautiful way to our beautiful God, we have a reason to sing doxa now and forever. Amen.